What's up, guys? Welcome to the Metaverse Podcast. My name's Archetype, and I'm joined by Atlas Theory, my co-host. And today on this episode, we're covering off on a tweet that we saw from one of the biggest Web3 gamers, Star Atlas, and their head of community, Santi, asking how to onboard Web2 gamers into the Web3 world. We'll cover off on all this and more on today's episode. Welcome, guys. How's it going? Welcome in. <laughs> so, Archetype, there's many places we can start with this discussion. Uh, very hot topic, mm -hmm. or spicy, should I say. A little not to dumb there from Star Atlas. But where should we jump in? Let's define Web2 and Web3 gaming. I know we've talked about this previously uh, on the podcast, but for those, maybe this is their first time listening. Uh, let's go into that. From my opinion, Web3 is individuals across the nations who look at new technology and new ways of gaming and adding structure to gaming. Um, and it's just an evolution from the current state. Yeah, essentially, like the game is just still the game. Everyone's still building out like fun gameplay that are um, appealing to the audience. That's what we want, right? Mm -hmm. uh, it's just the underlying structure behind it, payment methods and marketplaces and the way that we communicate or um, just the way that they involve community. I think that's the different shift that they're going towards. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, there's been a bit of kickback from the web to world. They don't necessarily think that it's a change for the better. And uh, I think that's the sort of things that I'd like to cover off on first. Um, just like the pros and cons, I guess, mm. from the argument from the Web2 world of why they might not want this new change to come through. Yeah. In the current Web3 ecosystem, um, we're seeing a lot of games being built out. Not all of them are what we would say are AAA quality, but none, uh, nevertheless, they are experimenting with Web3 technology, such as wallets with digital assets, transferring and selling of digital assets. There was like a light bulb moment for these game devs where they've gone, oh, hang on a sec. Like we can make some money off this. Um, let's just spit out a game as fast as possible. Mm -hmm. And they weren't focused on good gameplay, good graphics, any of those things that you talked about. Um, they were just thinking like, let's be first to market. Let's try and get out there because there's not much competition. Yep. And now I think we've hit this new phase and there's some games that are being built out mm -hmm. slowly now. Um, and they're really starting to focus on the right way of doing these things. And that's what's interesting. Yeah. And I'm very grateful for where we're headed. Um, a lot of cool projects coming up. And it's what's needed, honestly, because the Web2 community... You know, they're out here with major tournaments, you know, AAA games, um, live streams that get thousands and thousands of people watching. Like, they they can't look at an emerging space and see 90s, early 2000s, you know, even 2010 graphics, you know, being spit out and find any sort of interest in that. But let's kind of break it down with some more problems that Web2 gamers find with web three. I'm going to test out one to you real mm -hmm. fast. Can you explain a little bit more of play to earn? Yeah. Well, this is starting to become a bit of a taboo word, right? Yeah. <laughs> play to earn. 
And I think the idea is um, that the play part is not enjoyable because all you're trying to do is reach that earn part. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we saw that with games like Axie Infinity, one of the first and biggest, the one that everyone throws out there as a reference. And uh, it just wasn't enjoyable. Um, People sort of lost interest in it. It was good for some um, developing nations that got into it. Like they were earning more money playing Axie Infinity, Mm -hmm. like say in the Philippines, than they would from a normal job. And I think that that got everyone interested even um, folks from, say, Western um, countries that could earn quite a lot of money from a day job, they were thinking, oh, okay, well, that's going to be the same for me. And it really wasn't. Mm-hmm. Like, there wasn't, it wasn't on par with what you could earn from a, you know, typical day job, even, uh, you know, low income. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, they had this initial burst and then it kind of dropped off. So, uh it needs fun gameplay because yeah. otherwise there's no interest. Like why would web two want to merge into this web three world? Like you say, just to earn money when the, the gameplay is not there. And that's the fundamental thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so play to earn, I think is, is losing um, its appeal. Yeah. And I think a new phase is coming about, which is play and earn. And that takes the emphasis off the earn part and more on the play. And the earn just becomes a little bit of a bonus in the end. Mm-hmm. It's a needed change. I mean, it's very, very small, right? So, but it's mm-hmm. it's needed um, to make the end goal something that's more appealing, like you're saying. It's one of many terms that needs to change. I think we almost need to do away with or redefine most terms we've been using um, in the Web3 gaming space, one of them yeah. being NFTs. Ooh, Ooh. no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Digital and collectible? Yes. <laughs> wow, I like it. <laughs> I actually don't mind NFT. I think it. I think it's fine. But yeah, uh, people, people don't seem to like it, right? Nope. NFTs, uh, non-fungible tokens. Right, you create a token, can't be copied. It's yours. It, you know, you can trace ownership through it. A lot of cool things that I think the gaming community and Web two would love to have, but it's just been preached time and time again. NFTs are a scam. NFTs are bad. So just that word NFTs, if they see it anywhere near a product, they'll they'll stay away. Is that what you're finding, mm. Archetype? Yeah. Even game companies like saying straight up, like we're Web3. Mm-hmm. Get rid of that term too. Like yeah. to say we're a game. We're gaming. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, yeah. That's the main <laughs> problem. <laughs> Essentially, if you looked, if you took like a, a Web3 game, let's just say the ideal one, um, and you look at like a tr- traditional Web2 game, there's not a lot different that they're doing. No. It's really just the underlying rails that they're working with. And so they don't need to be at the forefront. Um, no one needs to really know. I think that it's the same with crypto. Like it'll get to the point where <clears throat> you don't talk about, you know, what kind of web service that you're underlining web service that you're using. You just click on the internet and you go. Hmm. You don't need to know the technicals behind all that. Um, same if you're like transferring fiat money in the traditional banking world. 
you don't need to know what kind of software they're operating on yeah. behind the scenes to get from one bank to the other. And I think it should be the same for gaming is you turn on the game, you see the menu, you start playing, you collect items. Um, that's all you really need to know, right? Like you don't need to see all that front end jargon that's going to turn people away. Nope. I, I agree with you. And I think that's a great transition into what we mentioned in the intro, which is Santi's question on Twitter. I think that we should take that, maybe apply it towards Star Atlas a little bit, but also to the wider um, onboarding process of Web 2 to Web 3. So how do we onboard Web 2 players into Web 3? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Good question, man. Yeah. I see the conversation being had on Twitter mm. and I see like Web 3 onboarding Web 2. Um, and all I, all I notice is it's just a bunch of web three right. people talking to other web three people yep. and they'll have like a Twitter space and they'll brand it web three. Like that's the first tagline in their conversation. Mm -hmm. And I think it's good to have those conversations within, you know, uh, the web three community. Mm -hmm. uh, but I don't see a lot of it where it's just talking about gaming. Right. And I think that that's a lot of time devoted on talking about it and not actually doing it. Mm -hmm. Maybe, you know, these game companies are getting their strategy together and then they will focus on doing some of these like Twitter spaces and um, trying to onboard these web two people. But is web two gamers on Twitter? You know, yeah. maybe that's not the platform. Like, where are they? <laughs> Twitch. Yeah, no, that, yeah, yeah, there's communities all over the place, but yeah, I find the question funny. Um, it's a serious question, um, but I think if we redefine it, it's it's basically asking, how do you onboard gamers to gaming? You know, and <laughs> it's just like, it, it is, I know Web3 is different because it uses different technology, but it's still gaming. So like, I think we definitely, like we've said a few times already, we need to change uh, the words we're using and we need to stop creating this echo chamber, you know, because that's all we're doing by using terminology that's not used by the wider gaming community. I'm going to pick on Star Atlas a bit. Okay. I love Star Atlas, by the yeah, way. Yeah, let's pick on them. Um, <laughs> no, we, we never pick on them. I think this is needed. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think they've established themselves as a Web3 gaming company. Yeah. And so if they're going to pull any more crypto native people into gaming, mm. they kind of already established a name for themselves. Okay, yep. so let's drop it. Like, let's drop this whole we are Web3 gaming. Like, people will find that out. Mm -hmm you know, a little exploration into, you know, what is Star Atlas, they can, they can find all that information. Yeah. So why not take away all that from the front end of Star Atlas and just focus on what's cool about it? Mm. You know, the graphics and the gameplay and all these sorts of things, like being able to level up, you can still talk about those things, you know, you can level up. Mm -hmm. You don't have to say that it's through, you know, gamified, you know, economy and all that sort of thing. Like people will find that out mm -hmm. and it's kind of, uh, it, if it's a proven thing that works for web two, then why even debate it? Just do it. Right. No, seriously. 
Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, I'm going to jump in with something. I'm a little afraid to jump in with this, um, but I'm going to just do it. <laughs> I dislike the Twitter spaces on Friday that's labeled the future of Web3 gaming. I love Santi. I love Ashes. I love Star Atlas. Mm-hmm. I love many of the people that they have on as guests. But what it's becoming is two things. They're saying the future of Web3 gaming. Well, Star Atlas is really the strongest play, in my opinion, out of the group that they're bringing on. So Mm. I feel that they're not being held back by the others, but I I feel there's nowhere to grow. Um, Mm. Again, you could recruit people one by one slowly over time, you know, (laughs) but I think the conversations they need to be having is with other games within their genre or other big web two studios. For instance, why not have a a conversation with, let's just say EA uh, with why Mm. they failed at, you know, NFTs. Because now Mm. you're going to have a Twitter space where people who like EA see that name with star atlas and then you're going to get a lot of controversy coming in right and you're going to be able to steer a conversation to promote web3 likewise bethesda is releasing starfield a space game right so why not try to work out some conversation with you know bethesda Mm. what makes a good space game i hate to say it but maybe even star citizen like they're direct they're going to be direct competitors like it's not outside of it because it's web three they're both space games you know and the larger web Mm two community already would favor star citizen because it doesn't have the nft language to it you know but i don't see the future of web three gaming as the best use of time especially since it replaced a star atlas ritual which was Mm the weekly town halls. And so we lost an aspect of the community in that. Yeah. (coughs) It's, um, (laughs) well said, man. Well said. It needed to be said. Yeah. Yeah. For me, like 3am is when these go down. And if it was a town hall, I get up for that and I'd listen. But when it's just that circular conversations, Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's not worth it for me to get up. And like you said, you lose that ritual with the community, Yeah. which then just people not talking starts to feel like, you know, when game, when game, that's what happens. People just start asking questions. Mm-hmm. But I like what you said about having that conversation with other web two companies. And instead of being that big fish in a small pond, go to the bigger communities and be like hey this is our game we know you guys hate web 3 like for um these reasons what could we do better right and just come at it with some humility and just sort of say like well surely you would have to say like that you like what we're doing as far as gameplay what are the things that put you off and just come at it in that sense Mm -hmm. because you're going to learn a lot more in that way like you said you take the heat um but you find out what people are really thinking yeah no i i 100 agree with you and i think this could bring us somewhere interesting that you and i have talked about and i think 
um, you or a few others even wrote it in Santi's post is um, they have done a few things in this direction. One of them being yeah. the uh, Epic Game Store. Um, yes. Can we talk about that situation and, and what um, Web3 Games and Star Atlas could do to make that experience better for Web, yeah, Web2 Gaming? Mm. Well, they had launched on Epic Games, mm. but you needed a game code. Mm. And to get that game code, you needed to have some sort of NFT purchased from Star Atlas Marketplace mm -hmm. and basically lock it up with them for a week. You, you earn re rewards in that lockup period, but that then gets you a, a game code. And what was funny was even if you didn't do that whole process, you could kind of like just get in the discord and ask for a game code anyway, yeah. they're giving them away. It was, it was nice that they, um, sort of had that exclusivity to the community first, mm. but I thought that that was only going to last for say a week or two. Yeah. And yet now it's still happening. And when I, when I look in the general chat of the discord on star Atlas, um, anytime I jump in there, there's always someone asking like, how do I download the game? What? I need a game code. Where do I get the game codes? Do away with that. You don't need that anymore. No. Like just let people get into it. You're putting barriers in front of people. And if it's too hard, or even if it's a little bit hard, you know, they might only have a window of like, say an hour. Like I want to jump on. I've heard about Star Atlas, like girlfriend's gone out or I've only got like an hour before I got to go to work. I want to play some games and then, oh, hang on. I need a game code. I got to get into the discord server. I got to ask for a game code. By the time they install it, the time is gone. And they might just go stuff it. I'm going to hit power on, on the PlayStation or Xbox. I'm going to just play my traditional games. Yeah. So that needs to go. They need to get rid of that completely. What would you say to like the rebuttal of that, which um, I believe uh, Michael Wagner uh, proposes. It's more of like a quality control mechanism at the moment to, mm -hmm. yeah. What would you say to that? The only thing I can think of is like quality control for what? Like, are they worried about bots? Are they worried about malicious activity? Like, what is it exactly? Hmm. That's, that's something that I don't understand completely. Are they worried about like servers being overwhelmed? You know, hmm. what's, what's the argument there? What do you think? Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not the best to ask about like these, but like maybe it's some um, sort of quality con uh, control in the form of being able to preserve the gameplay and narrative um, around the releases um, so that the best images and best experiences are being presented as they build out. Um, but I also don't think the servers are going to be flooded even if you opened all the keys because we still have a lot of work to do with growing the community, um, which Santi, Dom, <laughs> Jose are absolutely killing it. Um, yeah, great team. But yeah, I think I think it's time we can open up um, keys. As, you know, if they want to wait for the racing to be done and PVP, I understand that maybe a little bit more um, than where we currently are, just being able to like walk around um, and see your mm. digital assets in the showroom. Um, but I think the time is coming, um, if not here already.
for that. Yeah. What do you think about the whole having to have an NFT to play the game? Hmm. So here's an interesting thing. Um, and I'll bring it out of Star Atlas since we've been inside for a little bit. Um, I think that, <laughs> I don't know why, but it's hard for gamers to look at a $20 ship and see that and, you know, and not see that as a negative, like, oh, I have to spend $20 to play your game. Well, you've spent 70 bucks over in Walmart. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. you know, you're downloading the game for free. There's one thing. Buy a $20 ship, go play. Um, however, I do think that with the philosophy of a lot of Web3 gaming, with the play and earn, um, hmm. I think, in my opinion, I would love for it to start out with a free ship. And should it be a good ship? No. Um, you know, if you don't have the money, it should be kind of in that culture to promote joining a guild because the guilds have money and they have ships that you can mm. borrow. You know, if yeah. you want to be a racer, go join a racing group. You know, they'll supply you with, yeah. you know, a good ship if you're a good racer. So um, I think there's a lot of opportunities to open up. You know, here's your uh thimble bike let's just say um mm. you know few bucks but they might as well start off with it for free same as a gun you should start off with a free gun and a free outfit you know yeah boom yeah 100% <laughs> agree man yeah 100% it, even like i feel they could have or maybe they are doing it they could build out like a little tutorial intro to the game mm. And by completing that, that's when you get, say, that free asset. So, and and that could even include, um, you know, asset security. Like, mm -hmm. you have to click through a couple of things that just talk about like your safety with keeping your assets stored for yourself. Um, but you feel like you've achieved something, or like maybe that can come later. But something is like as simple as like a skin, or like you say, a gun. If a web two person comes in, there's no game code. It's easy to just download, press play. They get something exciting in that first initial, you know, space of say 20 minutes, half an hour of playing the game. Mm -hmm. And they feel like they've achieved something and they unlock something. Now that they have it, don't go through that process of now you have to download a wallet. Now you have to transfer it here. Now you have to get some Solana for gas fees and all that sort of stuff. Right. Just have that asset linked to their profile. Mm. And when they want to fully claim it into their own custodial wallet, then do it. But in the meantime, it can live in a Web2 kind of structure where it's just linked to their profile. That makes sense to me. Yeah, me too. You're sparking a lot of ideas as well. Um, I know in a lot of um, Web2 MMO games. Um, yeah you have your items but then there's also a bank that you or like a bank of sorts that you can store your things in if they made that the wallets and made a yeah. like teaching process of like opening your bank or opening your treasury or whatever you want to call it as part of the game um i think that is a perfect way to bring web 2 into web 3 um, because it's sitting mm. in the background, but it's also a process we need to teach them how to do instead of like spending the resources to make YouTube tutorials about what Web3 is, what a wallet is and how to do it. 
put it inside the game, you know, and make it part of the education. You know, this goes even back to, I have Professor Oak in my head. Welcome to the world of Pokemon. You know, (laughs) this is this, this is this. Pick uh, one of these three guys, go on your adventure. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because how quickly would people like, if you if they've won something, mm-hmm. if they've earned something, how quickly would they learn how to, you know, take possession of that? Yeah. If they're getting something for free or they've just unlocked something, you've then given them a reason to come back to that game. Mm-hmm. No, definitely. Yeah, there's some special stuff I think they could do with that where they bring in the wider Web2 audience just by opening everything mm-hmm. up and then teaching through gameplay. Yeah. Uh, one other thing I would love to see, maybe we could wrap it up after that, unless you have something else, but we in Star Atlas are a big community across many different countries, like all over the globe. And, you know, we're intelligent people. We're people with skill sets. We're um, people that love to communicate and love to interact, love to network, um, very social, very uh, understanding of the game reputation when we're out in the public talking about Star Atlas. Hmm. I think that as a company and other Web3 companies, if you were to reach out to your community and to empower them to get to some of these gaming expos uh, where traditional Web2 games are set up, I know that there is one next month um, where I am, which is a gaming and comic expo, and I'll be going. And I'll be walking around, I'll be checking it out. Uh, but it could be as simple as like a little booth with a couple of, you know, laptops or computers set up yeah. where people can see the Star Atlas gameplay. And, you know, you could have, say, a budget that you give um, and, and a little bit of a guideline of, of what needs to happen. So they could have a banner printed and put up in the background. You could have, you know, some things out on the table for people to collect some QR codes. Like, if I was the head of whatever that department is in Star Atlas, <laughs> yeah. um, I'd be looking to put together a kit and a little training exercise. And maybe it's a, you know, one hour or two hour meetup online and you, you walk people through and you sort of certify them to then go off and, and to do that. And maybe there's some incentive there. You know, you've done this for us. You put in your time. Yeah. Um, here's some Star Atlas assets for you, for your time. Or here's, um, however many people you can onboard, like there's a reward to that. You get so many eyeballs because these events are happening all over the world Mm -hmm. all the time. uh, And they don't need to do the legwork. Yeah. I think that would be a great onboarding experience for people. 100% ambassadors would really help grow the web three community. Well guys, it is that time again, where we throw the question over to you How do you think that we could onboard Web2 gamers into the Web3 ecosystem? I'd love to hear your thoughts. Um, Love to hear what you thought of ours. Agree, disagree. Um, Also, give us, you know, a subscribe, a rating on the whatever plot, on whatever pod (laughs) court. On whatever podcast platform, <laughs> <laughs> on whatever podcast platform you're listening on, but uh, where can they find us, Archetype? Where are these platforms? 
well we want we want comments on this video down below we want likes we want subscriptions we're putting in the hard work um you can get us at any uh podcast platform of your choice you can get us on our website metaversedpod.com and uh we're most active on twitter so mm -hmm. have a look find us metaverse pod on twitter and um yeah give us a follow awesome until then we'll see you guys next time and we'll get you metaversed <laughs>